Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Come on, side, side, side. Hey yo, it's Talib Kweli, the BKMC MCEO, Ed Lover, Moni Love. It's the podcast. Come on, son. What up, y'all? This is the one and only Mr. Ed Lover. How y'all doing? It's come on, son, the podcast. Heads are heavy right now, man, on everything that happened in, in out in uh in Texas. Um, twenty six people got shot and killed. Um, eight people from one family, y'all. Eight people from one family. And then um our president, Donald Trump, is saying he thinks it's more about mental illness than it is about uh gun violence and you know, putting restrictions on what kind of guns people can buy. But I'm gonna tell you this. I'm going to tell you this just like this. It's a little bit of both. There are a lot of people out here with mental illnesses, but they are still able to go and purchase weapons. And that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And then, you know, you got people that are just plain nasty and disgusting, and and, and they be on Twitter, and they, they, they go back and forth with people, and these neo-Nazi groups and these white supremacist groups and then ISIS and everything else that's going on, man. You know what I mean? And they be on Twitter all the time. And one person who's always on Twitter arguing with them is my man Talib Kweli. Oh, my God. We call him the Twitter God. He stays on Twitter arguing with, with somebody. So Talib came in, sat down with me and my girl Moni Love. Y'all hear a lot of Moni Love. He brought Nico Is with him, his new artist. And we talked about his career. We talked about his life. We talked about his kids. And we talked about him being the Twitter God and dealing with these neo-Nazi fascist people that we have out here. And, and it seems that we have a lot of them out here. Don't forget, come on, son, the podcast is being brought to you by CigarsInternational.com. Go to CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs, even if you just need merchandise. And when you check out, type in Ed10Off. That's E-D, the number 10, and O-F-F for 10% off your entire purchase. And locally here in Atlanta, where I broadcast from, is being brought to you by Nissan South and Morrow, 6889 Jonesboro Road. You need a used car? You need any kind of car? You want a brand-new car? You want a slightly used car? You want a certified pre-owned car? Nissan South and Morrow, 6889 Jonesboro Road. Okay? So let's get into it, man. Me and Moni Love, that's my girl. Y'all know that. Me and Mo around the world. 
sat down and had a conversation with Nico Iz and Taleb Kwali. Check it out. Dope, man. See, that's that natural It's all reflect. dope, man. Right. It's the Ed Lover Show <laughs> with Moni Love. It's dope, man. It's dope, My man. good friend, he just uh, told me that this is the fourth city <laughs> that we've done interviews in. <laughs> And Talib Kweli is in the building, and he also brought my homie that I met when I was doing Sirius XM. Uh-huh. Nico was in the building with us, big too. Big up, big Good up. Good morning, brothers. How y'all Good morning. doing this Good morning? morning. You know, What's I happening? Just, I just thought about it. You got a shout-out on Nico's new album that we're about to roll out. He told me. Yeah, he said, Ed Lover told me no more cloth, only leather. Yeah. I get like you. Yeah. I appreciate that, Nico. What is it? about being an MC that mm-hmm. after all of these years, Talib Kweli still attracts you? Um, the love for the culture. You know, I, um, when I first started doing it, it was it was no fame, there was no money, it was just the culture. And some people do it for the fame and money, and they're talented enough to make it, and that's that's cool, but that's not what my path has been. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm and I'm rewarded because I could feed my family with it too. So the rewards from it are definitely, definitely nice, but that's not the chief motivation. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, since you've been doing this, and how many years has it been now? 20 plus. 20 plus years. Yeah. Have you ever contemplated or even thought about retirement? No. I have contemplated uh, diversifying my revenue streams. Mm-hmm. You know what okay. I'm but, but not ever retiring from rap. No. Even rappers who say they're going to retire, that don't they mean don't anything. Jay-Z don't mean it. Most Def don't mean it. Nobody means it. Right. They just don't want to deal with the nonsense in the business no more. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Have you ever had a regular job? Yes. What was it? Um, I worked at the cafeteria of the high school that I went to. <laughs> what high school? <laughs> Free lunch uh, line. It was a Cheshire Academy in Cheshire, Connecticut. Uh-huh. I went okay. to Brooklyn Tech first, and then I got kicked out of Brooklyn Tech. Would you get kicked out of Brooklyn Tech I for not going? That. Okay. I, I skipped. I was a legendary truant. I mean, legendary. <laughs> you know, so I skipped. They didn't send the truant officers. Bro, they did. You? I got chased by the truant. Do they still have truant officers? No, not now. I, I got but chased. I mean, they used to. You ever, okay, you know what my life was like. You ever watch Juice? Yes. Yeah. I remember when stealing him run out yes, the school. Yes, that's and, what I'm uh-huh. picturing. And and the and the and the guard could only go to the to the end where the school property is. Right. right. That was my life every day. Oh, okay. Running out of Brooklyn Tech to like and dodging the guards. One day a guard grabbed my jacket. I slipped out the jacket. <laughs> and kept going. I lost my jacket that day because Brooklyn Tech had five thousand kids. Yeah, and my, right. here's my question: I had good friends that went to Brooklyn Tech, uh-huh. Brooklyn Technical High School in New York. You have to test to get into yeah. the school. It was so why lo- take a test to get to a school that you don't want to go to? Tell right? Me. Because you know what? It was culture. I was fourteen years old, and the city, the city was calling my name. I was, I would leave Tech and go to Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King held all the girls. And Murray Bertram had all the girls. So we would cross the bridge and we go, we would leave Brooklyn Tech and go to, to another high school That's lunchroom. a native tongue high school. That's right, Mar- Murray Bertram. You know what I'm saying? We'd go there and we'd be in the lunchroom, you know what I'm saying? Like trying to get the, the girls from the other high school. You know what I'm saying? Like I was running around <laughs> going to hooky parties. Were you? You're were, a mess. Oh, were man, you rhyming then at 14? Yes, that's when I started. I, that's when I caught the bug. Okay. Um, From who? Do you remember the exact moment you caught the hip hop bug? Yes, it was. Uh, it was when I was in junior high school at Roy H. Mann Junior High School in Brooklyn. There was a rapper named Adrian Noel. His real name is Adrian Noel. His rap name was Pure Skills, and I I became Mad Skills. Shout out to Mad Skills, but I was Mad Skills first. <laughs> what? Okay. You know what oh, man? this is revelation. I've never today. even told nobody this. this is, wow. You know what I'm saying? But then when I got to Brooklyn Tech. My cousin, who I never met, because you know how black families are. Sometimes. Yes, absolutely. My cousin, who I never met, was going there. A shout out to Sid V and and Free. They got a group called Duo Duo Live. Mm-hmm. Um, I met them, and we had a group called GAP. 
because my name was Genesis, he was DJ Assault, and then and then Free was Prophetical Prince, and we all used to wear Gap all the time. <laughs> you know so yeah, that was, makes sense. Yeah, we were GAP, and we were the dudes, we were the freshman dudes who was banging on the tables, but we was nice, and we was, right. we was battling the seniors. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I got got caught the bug in the lunchroom table rap. <laughs> how do you balance everything that you have to do? Because you're also a dad. Yes. So how do you balance fatherhood with your career? I feel like, you know, I guess, you know, your kids get to a certain age, you never stop being a dad. But I feel like I'm done because my kids live next door to me and they pay rent. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I borrow money from them at this point. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... um. But yeah, I, you know, it's it's a beautiful thing. You're um, not done. <laughs> no, You're no, never not done. done. Never not, done, right? Nope. Yeah, my daughter called me the other day, locked out, and I'm I'm like in California. I'm like, so yeah, you're right. You're never done. No, you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I had to call the, the, the super of the building in exactly. the middle of the night. And I'm yeah. like, yo, you're grown. You're supposed to know how to do these things. Exactly. You know but um, yeah, I you know, it's the it's the it's the um time time management is key. Yeah. Time management is the key to success. How old are your children? My daughter is 18, my son is 21. Okay, so you had your kids pretty early in yeah, your life. Yeah, I had my kids before I started my career. Oh and, wow. Yeah, before I got before I had my record deal, my 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 baby mom was pregnant with my son. Oh wow. And as I feel and I, to be real with you, it was her getting pregnant that really catapulted my career. Because wow. I was working at the bookstore and I had to make a decision. I'm like, either this rap thing gonna work in the next two years or I gotta start changing my idea of what mm -hmm. I'm gonna do. Right. So it was really, you know, Amani and you know, that made me be like, yo, I got to do this. Mm -hmm. I have to do it. Yeah, absolutely. What is the toughest part of trying to balance the career and fatherhood and everything that goes along with it? Um, the time. The time that you don't get to spend with them. Um, I was blessed as a touring artist to be able, my kids toured with me a lot. Mm. But there's only so much touring you could do. And as, as, a, as a bluesman, you know, you lose connection with your family. Mm. And your priorities change. And people don't relate to your time constraints and your energy. And because you're in, and when you're in the business, you're treated like a product. So you, ha you have to be the one to take the time for yourself. If mm -hmm. you don't, it's very easy to get lost in the, trying to sell yourself and trying to live up to the product that people are, are saying that you are. Earlier in our conversation, you mentioned diversifying your revenue stream, mm -hmm. and you've done that with your own label. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody about your label and um, the this lab young man sitting next to you. Yeah, the label is Javoti uh -huh. Media, you know, and, and just like any business, it takes a few years to make a profit. Mm -hmm. So, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? Like, right now, it's still trying to build it up, and thanks thanks to Nico Is and Kay Valentine and Corey Moe, who's from Houston but has relocated here to Atlanta, and... um. And Jessica Care More, these are the artists that I put out on my label. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a family. It's a beautiful thing. Um, I have qualiclub.com, which is Ryan Leslie built me a website where I sell my merch, my music. I sell Nico's music. We sell books. You can, you know, I used to have the bookstore, so you could come and buy books from us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so it's it's all of that. It's, it's, it's trying to, to create a one-stop shopping experience for all your cultural needs. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, and Nico is is in the building with us. What's up, Nico? Good to see you peace, again, my peace. brother. It's an honor to be here, man. Thank How you. How you doing? And thanks for the shout-out on, on the new album that you got coming out. Thank you for Tell the Tell me about this album and when it's coming out and all that. I need to know this stuff. You know, I'm not going to pull a, a classic artist say release date, you know, and not <laughs> follow it, you know. So, but we're looking, like, at the beginning of the year. Okay. okay. Next year, we recorded the album in Brazil. Um, yeah, it was a beautiful time. Oh, first quarter. Not mad at that. Not mad at the first quarter drop. Yeah, you know, um, so it's good. It's been an honor. We got incredible people on it. You know, we got I got to join with Quali and Tego Calderon. Oh wow! Say what now? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. 
And it, and he's rapping in Spanglish. Oh he's okay. like drunk Spanglish rap. Drunk Spanglish. It's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. It's just a really good juxtaposition. Oh yeah, this you know? is sounding crazy. And it's some jazz right? joint. We got the whole band on it. So it's just a crazy tropical Brazilian rap album. Oh, nice. Why are you going that direction? Because <clears throat> that's me. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. You know? right. I'm from Brazil, and I, you know. And um, everything sounds the same. And, you know, I just, I like the spirit of Brazil and mixing it with hip-hop, you know. Were you born here, though? I was born in Brazil. Okay. Yeah. And you grew up in Brazil? Uh, You know, I moved to Orlando when I was, like, seven and a half. Okay. Here's where I'm going with this, all right? He's a Florida boy. But here's where I'm going with this, right? Floridian. Do you find, because I know you do, (laughs) do you find that when you go back to Brazil, that the essence and core of hip-hop is so much more rampant in your country of birth than in the States it's, today. I think absolutely. You know, I think it's fresh. To them, it's new. How crazy is that? Like, not b-boying jaded, you know? is yeah. still, like... Oh, it's popping. They're, they're still following the elements, you know? Yeah. And it's not just Brazil. It's all. It's no, outside well, of America. Yes. Like, you go to Europe. Yeah. You know, I've been blessed <clears throat> to tour Kuali in Europe, and he's taking me to incredible places like Poland and, and you know, Denmark and these places you wouldn't think. And it's, they're... Popping with it's like the bafflingly oh. backwards to me, Tali. Go ahead. We were talking about overseas. Because There's different we were, places like Poland Nico, and Brazil. Because Nico's and, originally from Brazil. Right. And we were speaking about, you know, just the essence and, and, and the gravitation towards all the core elements of hip-hop mm-hmm. that are still so rampant mm-hmm. in your place of birth. You know what I mean? And then you were saying, Nico, that you find that when you was on tour with... Talib, but it was in so many other places also where it's core. Everybody's still like so on to core. So I ask you, yeah, I mean, Talib, it's, it's why cu- do you think that is? There's a couple things. There's a phrase, um, the prophet is without honor in his own country. And that, that mm. phrase comes from the idea that sometimes it's too close. It's like it's like uh, uh, you're too close to the elephant to see the whole elephant. You know what I'm saying? When, right. when, when, it's, when it's right there in your face, New York City, you know, where we from, Hip hop culture was born there, so in a lot of ways we don't appreciate it because it's part of the fabric of the city. Whereas you go someplace else like London, you know what I'm saying, and it's import culture. So when you're importing the culture, you're only getting the rudiments of it first. Now the world is more globalized, right? So a lot of these places, thank you, thank you. A lot of these places got hip hop secondhand, thirdhand. Now it's more global. When I first started traveling in Europe. You wouldn't hear the hot record that was on the radio in the states. No, now it's different. No. Now it's the culture's more, more, and more. It insane. took us a minute mm-hmm. to get yeah, everything. That's, that's the internet now. Now, now, right. you, now, as soon as Drake drops a record in America, you're, it's a big record in London at the same time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that before. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's it's, imp- it's it, when when a culture is imported, you you have to you have to you in order to get into it, you have to study it more mm-hmm. as opposed to it being given to you. So people in Brazil, people in Japan, people in London. They had, in order to get involved in hip-hop, they had to study it. Mm-hmm. As far as where, where we get it, we get radio stations that claim they're the home of hip-hop. We get it. You know, we turn on the radio, we get it for free. Um, and that, I just I, I think that's what it is. Mm. Mm. It's incredible seeing how it's so alive and it's, you know, and it's so young, you know. I think a lot of people, you know, in the industry are jaded, you know. They're used to this. You know, so I come in, to me, this is new. I'm still living a dream, you know, and I... And I don't think it's ever going to change. You know? Right. So seeing that and then going into Brazil and these people are, are it's still like 1995 there. 
Right. You know, they're not. <laughs> That's so dope. They're not tainted by you know commercialism right. and, and the mainstream right. media. You know, they don't follow those steps. You know, I mean, they're starting to. You know, they're starting to. There's Brazilian trap music. You right. know, mm-hmm. it is really dope. You know, <laughs> because I think when somebody takes something and then repurpose it, you know, right. it's a new life. Like right. that's what hip hop was. Yeah, they took it from that and created something new. And look, look what where has gone. You know, mm-hmm. and where it's only going. So then you see them, and it's like, you know, they mix hip-hop, but but it's still Brazilian, but it's right. still, you know, it's so ethnic, and it's so fresh, and then they mix it with the drums, and, and then it's like, it's a new thing. It's a new dish, you know? So we can only eat that same cheeseburger so many times. Yeah, absolutely right. Then you got to put know? some jalapenos on it or something right. and, and switch Diversify. it up. Diversify. One of those Diversify. Yeah, those yeah that's burgers. a lot of revenue. Yeah, absolutely. That Hawaiian burger joint. <laughs> Pineapples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talib Kweli is our in-studio guest, along with Nico Is. When are you dropping another album, Mr. Kweli? My album is coming out November 17th. Oh, okay. It is called Radio Silence. It is featuring BJ the Chicago Kid, Anderson Pack, Jay Electronica, oh. Robert Glasper, Bilal, get, Waka Flocka, Rick get, Ross. How, how you get... Uh, uh, Jay? Yeah, Jay Electronica. That's a very good good, good story. Um, you don't have both the Jays. You, uh, we heard the story about how you got Jay-Z, Jay-Z to right. do um, Jay Electronica, um, I, I heard he was going to be at this Farrakhan meeting that I was going to a uh-huh. couple years ago. It was, the day, it was actually the day before I went to Ferguson. Right, so I was in Chicago to, for this Farrakhan meeting. I was going to Ferguson the next day. I knew Jay Electronica would be there. And we had talked about doing this record for a couple couple of years. I flew my engineer in, and I set up an Uber for Jay Electronica at his hotel that waited for a couple hours. And I kept oh, calling wow. him. I'm like, yo, get in the car. He got in the car, and he came to the hotel, but I had to leave my room. So you know they have the ballrooms at the hotels, uh-huh. the little, uh, presentation rooms? <clears throat> we snuck in there, and we set up the studio in there, and that's where we recorded the joint at. That's oh, wow. so funny. So you get it how you live. Oh, yeah, right. I got to, you know, we mobile with it. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> you did a whole session in the ballroom. They know you was in there. They didn't even know I was in there. I got like the fifth J Electronica feature of ever. <laughs> wow. Talib Kweli, Nico yeah. Ames yeah, yeah, is in yeah. the building. Uh, A.K.A. Twitter God. I am, I am the Twitter God. You, you own are that. the Twitter God. <laughs> I do. I, they really think I own Twitter because, like, I'll, I'll tell my fans to report, like, a white supremacist, and they'll get kicked off, and then I'll start a new account. Like, Quali got me kicked off. I'm like, nah, bro, you got yourself kicked off. I could insult people all day and not break terms of service. These bigots and these white supremacists, they don't know how to insult without bigotry. Right. They don't know how to insult without offending gay people or women or black people. Like, I'll insult out you. Right. I'll, I'll disrespect you. But I won't break terms of service. Right. Okay. <laughs> Never break terms of service. Never break terms when of service. When did you That's become so engaged with the Twitter world? Um, Questlove and Jean Grey were in, were who I followed my example by. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I realized like with the Twitter with the 140 and now it's two two eighty or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's like for me. That's like two bars. You know what I'm saying? So it's good sparring practice for me. Right. To be able to to try to figure out how to get your point across. I truly enjoy it. Like, people be like, oh, they seem concerned for me. And I, I'm, I'm at the no, point in my life, they, I don't do things I don't enjoy. Not folks that know you. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I do. I enjoy a good discourse. Right. For folks who know me. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you enjoy going bantering back and forth. I with- do, and and I I'm a voice. I have a platform. I I I have the information. You know, I come from building and destroying with the gods. Right. You know what I'm saying where if you weren't writing exact and you didn't show and prove, you might get punched in the chest. Listen, man. You know can saying? I please tell you about when he was recording? When all of everybody was recording in Electric Lady Studios in the Village in New York, they would have these sessions <laughs> of just talking. In yeah. one of the rooms. Questlove would be downstairs in one room, well, like, you know. laying down music. Then we'd go upstairs, uh-huh. and it would be, like, 
eight of us, ten of us in the room mm-hmm. with Talib and, and Thought maybe, or if Commons there, we're sitting down and they're building and we're sitting there. <laughs> and then, like, we're just taking, soaking all of this in. So it's like, it yeah. made sense to me when I would see you on Twitter, because I was like, oh, this is just a match mm-hmm. made in heaven. Yeah, it, it works. And, and, and Moni is exactly right. And and there's people who don't have my voice, they don't have my platform, they don't have the information, right. or they might be shy, and they get harassed uh, by white supremacists online, or they go to work with people who don't share their political views right. and they don't know how to combat it. So to me, I, the way I describe it is, these people I'm talking to, I'm not, I don't, I'm not concerned about saving the soul of a racist. I'll let Christians do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mm-hmm. worried about your soul. I'm concerned about exposing that mentality and giving the people who follow me tools and information to be able to combat that. So they're like a, a canvas, the background. I'm painting the truth on them. You right. know what I'm saying? Nico, have you ever looked at something? Uh, Nico Wiz is also in the studio with us, part uh-huh. of uh, Talib's label and extended musical family. Have you ever saw something that Talib wrote on <laughs> Twitter and, and called them and said, come on, man, take that? <laughs> no, you know... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> these days, I um I expect to you know stand up stand up for for that for, right and for everybody else you know and that's like you said it's you know it's a responsibility and it's a beautiful responsibility I think that about other people you know <laughs> that come for him yeah you know because like yeah he I puts... think secretly I have DM'd him I'm proud of him. on I, something yeah. and and I was like wait explain that one to me again yeah, so, yeah and then like because he and I, we've done that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, and then absolutely. Get... We've agreed to disagree on Twitter I rem- on yeah, I remember several that. occasions. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, but like, I like Ed, Ed Lover would jump right in. No, I'd jump in immediately. Nah, tell him. Nah, you know what we got into it about? The Lauren Hill... Uh, right. Taking her time to get on stage. Oh, right. he had some opinions about yeah, that. And then yeah, I came I like right it. back, and we were back it. and forth, back that's, and forth. But that's healthy. I think it's that's very right. healthy. That's I think healthy. it's necessary. I think that's what a lot of the uh, new generation is missing is, is discourse, you know? Yeah. Is talking, is putting ideas out there and seeing what we can get. You right. know, let's build. And that that's missing because everybody thinks they know everything, you know. Right. Oh with yeah, the internet. They do, yeah. And if not, you can go on Wikipedia real quick. It's like no, let's just. But Wikipedia uh, is something that somebody else put up there. It's not that even that whoever, that whoever. I looked at go my read wiki. My Wikipedia. I found out yeah. I had a brother that I don't have. Right. Through my wiki. Yeah, right. my wiki is is not correct. Mine is mine is correct. It's just a slightly disrespectful. Really? really? Yeah, it's just like, yeah, that happened, but that's not how I would have said it. Right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We need some wiki police. We need the wiki police. The wiki yeah. police. Sure. Yeah, you definitely got to do that, man. Halib, are you still having a good time? Oh, I, I love it, man. I'm so blessed. I'm so happy and so blessed and have a good time every... I mean, I went I went to see Currency last night, man. Yeah. The night, the, the night, the night before, life. we were at the comedy store with Jeff Ross and Dave Chappelle. The night before <laughs> then, I was doing Black Star shows. We did. I just did three Black Star shows in a row. Wow. You know, like, I, my life is wonderful. So your, your hip-hop mojo Bars. is still fed today, just like it was fed mm-hmm. when you was 14 and 15 and 16? Absolutely, absolutely. And any anytime I lose that feeling, I can lean on Nico Is. Okay. I can lean on, you know, Kay Valentine. Or or my, my daughter uh, My daughter will post a song on her, on her Instagram, and I'm like, why are you cursing so much in the song? Come on, come come over and let me, you know what I'm saying? My yeah. daughter is a gangster on the mic. Like she, <laughs> wow. She, she is not playing. So your daughter has been bitten by the hip-hop. She but. has. She played me a song the other day, and after after she finished playing it for me, I was. She said, "What's your opinion?" I said, "Um, so you got shooters, huh? <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I meet some of these shooters you rapping about? Like, what are you talking about?" That's funny because my son Zaire will will stand next to me and kick bars, uh-huh. 
but he want to do it out of my earshot so I don't really hear right. it. But then he'll sometimes he'll be like, Dad, check this out, uh-huh. and he'll kick something to me, but he won't let me hear anything that he put music to. Oh, wow. Right. So he's, he's like, yeah. I want to make respect. it on my own without being the son of Ed Lover because he no feels like it's a right. curse. So I'm like, all right, bro, go ahead and no go doubt. ahead and do your thing. When you need to vent, uh-huh. like something's bothering Taleb, who's the first person you call? Hmm. If you need to call up, something's bothering you. Know, you know what? My, f- uh, my good friend Seth Bird. Okay, he's the first person I call. Or the birds. Not Seth Bird. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a comedian, a good father. He's a plumber. You right. know, like he's the dude that like I still owe him a dollar because he told me Donald Trump was gonna win, and I was like, hell no. He's like, we bet a dollar. He was right. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah, because because he's work. He he you know he as a plumber. He's working with all different types of people from In all different homes, backgrounds. Yep. Right. But me, I'm traveling the world only dealing with people who agree with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So my perspective was a little naive mm-hmm. when it came to the Trump thing, and he he keeps me grounded. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's your absolute best friend in the world. I don't know if he's my best friend. He's one of them, but he's the he's the guy that I call when, the go-to dude. when I need oh, to vent. Okay. Yeah. That's who I need to that's who right, I vent. Who's your closest friend in the music business? Uh, Yasin, probably. Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. Yasin Bay And I'm, high tech. I'm, and high tech. Yeah. How is tech doing, man? He's good, man. We all gonna do something else together. We we that's that's next. We did two Reflection Eternal albums. We're gonna do the third one, but the third the, uh, the first one was on Raucous, the second was on Warner Brothers, the third one we're gonna do on our own, on our own terms. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Have have you and Yasin talked about another black star album? We have. We've been talking about that since the For first one. For ten years, have yeah, yeah, yeah. the first one. Yeah, we've been talking a lot of talk. That's a long ass conversation. There's been talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um we do a lot of shows together. Right. Um he's now, you know, he doesn't enjoy America. Right. So he does not like coming here. Right. He's, right now he's living in Paris. When I when I go to I gotta go to where he's at. You know I'll go to South Africa. I go to Paris. Right. I go. Uh, right now he's in a, a mode. He's talking about doing a tour. He that's where he's at with it now. Cause we just did three shows. We were in London last week. Uh-huh. Um. He's like, let's do this tour. Let's do this tour. So you know, I'll maybe I'll try to get in. We did a tour before, and we record. We said we were gonna do an album, which turned into we're gonna do a Aretha Franklin mixtape, which turned into we did one song. Oh, wow. <laughs> so. I'll see what we can do this time. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> Talib, it's always a pleasure to have you nah, here, brother. I love kicking it with, with my OGs and my friends and family. Nico and y'all is are people, my man. Y'all are people yeah. I came up on. I had, I literally had y'all pictures on my wall when I was in high school. Oh, wow. And now I manifested that destiny, and now y'all my friends, and I, and I love it. Yeah, appreciate y'all, man. See, I love a show with Moni Love, y'all. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Kimana Paulus and Krista Hayes. Recorded at Mean Street Studios in downtown Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.